0: Hi, it's Troy. Welcome to the Troy Francis podcast, coming at you from London town. Good to be here. Hope you are well. Hope you had a great weekend. As always, so this week we are going to be discussing a sort of a game 101 topic, really, which is about one-itis. And it's also about meeting girls at work or getting into relationships at work as well. So two meaty topics that guys often ask about. As I say, it's kind of game 101 in a way because this kind of thing gets asked a lot by guys who are relatively new to dating material, to seduction material. But nevertheless, it's an important concern and it's one that comes up a lot. So I wanted to cover it in this episode uh, in response to a reader question. So we're going to get into that in a moment. But in terms of updates from me, well, just had a very nice restful weekend. Uh, What did we do? Didn't really do very much, to be honest. Just kind of chilled out, uh, had some great foods, went for some lovely Indian food with my girl in East London on Friday, which was Uh, Delicious as always, and then we finished up the weekend with a traditional British Sunday roast on uh, yesterday evening, which was very good. And this morning, I went to meet my mentor, who is a guy from the States in one of London's most famous private members' clubs. So, my mentor, an American guy. Who is uh, very wealthy, who has made some good money for himself throughout his career, um and now lives a pretty nomadic lifestyle. actually, he's based in he has a property in South America, but he travels around the world for most of the year into different places, and anyway, so he was in London, met up with him and had a really good breakfast this morning, a really good conversation, and so yeah, I feel fired up and ready to go for the week. So that was awesome. And in terms of work and everything, uh, my bundle, Renegade Dating Blueprint, which is my 10 most popular best-selling dating game sex books, if you like, is available still for the price of just $39. So you can get that on the link below, which will be in the description below this podcast. And uh, my latest book is called Approach Her Like Chad. That is available on Amazon now. Again, the link below. That is a book about the wonderful art of approaching confidently and putting your best foot forward so that you can approach like a seasoned seductor like Chad, who is the ultimate ladies' man. Just going to have some coffee, excuse me. Hmm. Very nice. And uh, yeah, still working on the new book, which is uh, under wraps at the moment, but I will let you know more about that as and when. And yeah, still doing uh, in-person and Skype coaching as well. So this is very important. If you have an issue that you want to deal with, if you want to learn uh, more about day game, if you want infield day game coaching, or if you just want to talk it over to me on uh, with me on Skype, If you've got a relationship issue that you want to talk about, if you are having problems with a particular girl, then get in touch and we can organise either a Skype call, so I do consultations uh, over Skype for one hour per session, so we can do one of those, or we can, if you're interested in day game and you want to come out into the field with me and have me train you then I do uh, three to five hour sessions uh, in central London. So get in touch and we can organize one of those as well. So that's what I've been up to. That's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. So let's leave that there. Leave the plugging there and get into the meat and drink of the episode. So basically this is a in response to a question that a reader sent me on Facebook. I am on Facebook, by the way. So do, uh, do look for me there and do, uh, join my page. And, uh, yeah, I, I do regular updates, uh, on there different posts and things, and you can message me on there if you like. So this is a guy called Robert. So hi, Robert. Hope you're well. Thank you for this message. And he has said, uh, he's been, I've been following your videos on YouTube for a while. Do follow me on YouTube if you're not already. Uh, reading my posts on ROK as well as my published work since early 2012 and I've learned a lot from you. Thank you very much, Robert. However, I have a problem that you may give you inspiration to make a video as I haven't seen anything about this on your channel relating to it. I have been working with a girl for the past year. We get on great and we're very friendly. For what it's worth, she's 20 and I'm 26. Several weeks ago, we hooked up after a work party, full disclosure, I wasn't single at the time, uh, and things haven't been the same since. She feels like it shouldn't have happened and that we should go back to being just friends, but you can't put those mutual feelings back in the box, so to speak. I've asked her on a couple of dates over the past month since it happened, but I got rejected twice. How would you advise a guy to navigate that situation, to get out of the friend zone and start an intimate Relationship, so I then replied and said thanks very much, and I asked if there was any update with the girl. And he, Robert, came back and said no update as yet, uh, but he's got a wedding coming up, um, and he'd like to take her to it. He he said she is much more approachable lately since having to work in on another story. I think in the building where they work, and I've got her laughing quite a bit to keep things interesting while also deploying uh, push pull. So, okay, there's quite a bit to unpick there. Um, So maybe if you're listening to this and you've been following my material or sort of dating material for a while, there will be some alarm bells ringing or some red flags, if you like. Um, But first off, I mean, whenever I read something like this, whenever somebody sends a message across saying, I've got an issue with this one particular girl, it always raises... A slight concern in me because generally speaking, by the time you get to the point and I know this from my own bitter experience, by the way, so I'm not criticizing anybody here or, or Robert or anybody like that. But um, you know, generally speaking, when you get to the point where you are reaching out to somebody to ask for advice about this one particular girl, it tends to be when things have you know, when things have gone beyond repair already, you know, or it tends to be that you've already lost in, in some shape or form now that's not to say that in this case he has definitely 100% lost out but that is generally speaking how it goes you know when i've reached out to to friends or to to mentors or to to people about you know oh this one special girl what do i do generally speaking it it's been because i've already lost the frame the girl has distanced herself for some reason and there's really nothing much that I can do in order to to bring her back so you you know uh, if you are sitting there and you're you've got this one particular girl that you're thinking about and you don't know what to do about it then the, the standard advice is always well you should be expanding your opportunities you should be you should be widening your horizons you should be looking for and you should be trying to take the focus off just her. Now, the classic PUA advice on this is just go and sleep with 10 other women. Now, um, that <laughs> depending on where you are in the journey, that may seem a little um, ambitious and uh, it may not be what you want to do either because you might say, well, that I don't. that's all very well for you to say that, Troy, but I don't want to because this girl is special, this girl is amazing, and it's this girl that I want. So I don't want to go and sleep with these other girls. And I, I get that, I completely get that because look, there are some people that we gel with better than others. There are some people that we just have a connection with. And even if you did meet these 10 other girls, however long that would take you, it wouldn't necessarily erase the pain for the first one because for whatever reason you've become, you know, you've got a bit of a fixation with her, you've become uh, attached to her or or, or whatever it is and it's not so easy just to get over that. But, you know, nevertheless, the the point still stands. If you are thinking about one particular girl and you're in a grey area, which I think we can say this is what our friend... Richard is in now. He's in a grey area because he doesn't quite know where he is with this situation. If you're in a grey area, then the first thing you should be doing is looking elsewhere. You should be looking to to meet other girls, other prospects, you know, elsewhere, whether that's through day game, whether that's through just, just approaching coffee shops whether it's doing night game, whether it's Tinder, or whether, ideally, it's a combination of all three, because you are always on, as I preach, and you are practicing holistic game, uh, and you are out and about filling up your pipeline, as they say, all of the time, uh, just, just through whatever means is, uh, available to you at that point. Uh, so, okay, with that said, let's, uh, have a, another look at the, at the, uh, the question that, uh, Robert poses here. So the other aspect of this is that they work together. Now, do you is it prudent to date people at work? Should you get together with people at work? Well, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a moot point really. I mean, in some ways generally speaking I'd be inclined to say no. I think getting together with somebody at work, while well, that can be very attractive and the thing is right, when you're working, you know, he doesn't Say what the job is, or, but I'm, I'm assuming it's some kind of an office type job. You know, you're you're stuck with these people for many many hours over the week. Um, you, you know, friendships are formed. You know, and all the all the rest of it. And um, you know, you, you, you come into contact with girls with a girl regularly, and if she's if she's attractive, then that is is going to get very deep very quickly because. Um, you're spending so much time with her, you're you're just naturally in a situation where you're going to develop those feelings. Um, Whether it's a good idea to go for those girls is is another thing though. As I say, in general it isn't and the reason is when you're doing game in the way that I have always written about it I'd always sort of recommended guys do it. My The sort of game that I recommend is, is pretty direct, really. I mean, we're talking about going up to a girl and making it very clear that you like her and then letting the chips fall where they may. Now, where the chips might fall is that she rejects you and says, sorry, I'm not interested, and walks off. If that's in a nightclub, that's not a problem if that's in a coffee shop that's not a problem if it's where you work and where you have to go every single day every weekday for most of the year for, for you know for the foreseeable future then it is a bit of a problem because now you're in a situation where you work with a girl who's rejected you you know she might tell other people that might be embarrassing and even if she doesn't you've got that fear sort of hanging over you and and even if that doesn't it doesn't come into play the other issue is that now you've been rejected you've got to sit there and you know be in close contact with this girl who you're attracted to still and what if she starts dating somebody else or you know somebody else in the department or something like that so you know for that reason I would steer against it and even more fundamentally it's just very difficult in a PC office environment to be direct about your you know your feelings for obvious reasons because you're there to work you know you're not there and also as well I don't need to go into talking about PC culture and HR departments and everything else but you know you have to be careful in terms of how you behave in a lot of jobs these days and as I say fundamentally you're there to do a job and so anything that is not you know, he's, he's kind of seems he's kind of extracurricular like this. He's going to get uh, looked on dimly by the people in charge, anyway. Excuse me. Having said all of that, uh, of course, a great many relationships do start at work for the same reasons, because you're stuck with these people for you know so many hours, and uh, feelings grow, and bloody bloody blah, blah. So, if you, um, you know, I mean, I can't say that it's always a terrible thing because I've known of people who have met at work and got married and, you know, gone on to have families and seem to have very, you know, successful relationships. So it's not always bad by any means. Um, But what I would say is that if you are not in the market for a potentially a more serious relationship with this person, and it's a job you're going to be in for the foreseeable future, then I would steer, I would be very careful. Um, and if you do end up getting involved with a girl, which I have, um, at work, then you should do everything you can to keep it on the lowdown, to make it, you know, to not, not be sort of obvious about it, not be overt about it. Um, okay. So anyway, that's my little rant about, um, about girls at work, but anyway, so he's met this girl, she's 20. He's 26. Now, he's, he says that they hooked up after a work party. Okay, fine. So they've they've had some physical contact. So clearly there's, she's in, you know, there's reciprocal interest. Clearly she, she's made out with him. Um, she is, or at least on that occasion, was physically interested in him, which is good. He doesn't actually say, he doesn't go into details about what happened. So I'm assuming this was a make-out. He doesn't say if they went any further than that. Uh, maybe they did. Uh, I don't think that they have... Um, I don't think he means that they slept together. Or maybe he does actually. Hooked up can mean slept together as well. I mean maybe maybe he I mean it would be it would be interesting actually to get some more clarity on that point. Um, because I'm not quite sure what happened. But but anyway, all, almost regardless. I mean basically they have something physicals happened between them. Okay, fine. However, the key point is that now she's saying that it shouldn't have happened and can we go, just go back to being friends. Um he's now he also says that he wasn't single at the time and I'm not you know that's I'm not making any more sort of judgments about that but what he doesn't quite say why she says um that she thinks it shouldn't have happened and I'm wondering maybe I'm reading too much into it but I'm wondering if it's because she knows that he's got a girlfriend and she feels like it shouldn't have happened for that reason that would be interesting to clarify that. Um, but look, I mean, you know, regardless, basically, it comes down to the same thing. She has now said that she thinks it shouldn't have happened and they should go back to being friends. He's then said, you can't put these mutual feelings back in the box. So he's asked her out another couple of times and she has rejected him. Okay, so you know, now he's in this situation where he's working with this girl, and she has said no on a couple of occasions, and I'm guessing he's probably feeling pretty burnt, you know, because, I mean, on the one hand, he knows that she is or was physically interested, so that's one, that's a good thing for the ego, but, you know, he probably, he obviously wants more, and she's saying no, so that is, is bruising to the ego, it's, it's, uh, it's, it stings, it's hurtful, and that uh, it's not a great position to be in. Um, Then he says, but how would you advise a guy to navigate that situation, to get out of the friend zone and start an intimate relationship? So I suppose by that, the implication is they didn't sleep together. Perhaps they just made out. Um, And the harsh truth is there really isn't a hell of a lot you can do at this point except to pull back. And that's not the advice that you want to hear it's not what anyone wants to hear because what, what guys want, what we all want is for somebody to say, oh, well, what you have to do is these, say these three magic lines and she will fall into your arms or do X, Y, and Z, and then she'll definitely come out with you and you can have a wonderful time together, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, he's, he's already done, um, what anybody would advise really. He's, he's obviously approached her at the party or he's, he, you know, he's, he's Got her, he's isolated her at the party and they've made out or they've done whatever they've done, which is good. Then the next day, she's kind of regretted it. She's had buyer's remorse for some reason, which we don't know why. And he's since asked her out another couple of times and she has rebuffed that. So, you know, you've already asked her, you know, I, if, if, if it was the night after the party and you were saying, What should I do now? I'd probably say, okay, well just, you know, why don't you drop her a message and if you really like her, drop her a message and just see if you, you know, you can get her to come out. Well, he's now done that twice. So anything more than that and it's going to just get a little bit ridiculous really or it's going to get, she's going to start to say, well, look, I mean, I've I've already told you now twice that I'm not interested in coming out with you. So now why why do you keep like harassing me like this? Why do you keep sending me these messages when I've already made it clear? Um, But the situation has changed slightly because he's saying that she has moved to a different floor she's moved a different story i i guess in the building um okay he's got his friend's wedding coming up that he'd like her to come to i mean i, I don't know for me i wouldn't advise that anyway particularly because the only benefit for that, I suppose, is that you can say to her, you can try to sell it as this big event, but I, I don't know, man. I, I, it just feels wrong to me because um, what you really want is to get her out on a date, just the two of you, Go to a bar, have a couple of drinks, and you want to lay it on the line with her and and see where it takes you. You know what you don't want so much is to go to some wedding and have to you know and you know weddings are a day long rigmarole. You're standing around for ages. I mean, going to a wedding with somebody, you can do that when you're dating, when you're going out with them. I wouldn't necessarily do it as a you know effectively a first date. I I think it's and I think if you do go to her with that, she might feel like it's over investment she might feel like well hang on a minute um we don't we you know we've we hardly done anything with each other yet and now you're asking me to go to a wedding for to somebody I, I you know she, she probably doesn't know uh, uh you know and just what you what you want to do with the date really is you want to make it relatively short you want to make it intimate just the two of you you don't really want other people there have some more coffee excuse me hmm good coffee. And, um, yeah, you, you you know, and you want to cut to the chase. You want to have a couple of drinks. You want to have some small talk. You want to get a little bit flirty. Ideally you want to make out and you want to try to, um, you know, ask her to come back to your place to watch some Netflix and chill and all of that. Uh, and if she doesn't fine, okay, then rinse and repeat on the, the next date. Um, what you probably don't really want to be doing is going into a big social melee where there's lots of other people hanging around. And it's you know a wedding, it's a formal situation, and she's got to get a dress and all this kind of thing. I mean, it it just seems too much, and I don't think it's gonna uh, necessarily bring you closer to the outcome that you want. I mean, you know, I I suppose, just playing devil's advocate for a moment, I could say. He clearly... Okay, here's the thing, right? He clearly sees her as a potential girlfriend because he's saying, you know, they've made out. Um, he likes her and he wants her to be a feature in his life. So he wants to... You know, he would like... She, he he views her as the kind of girl he would like to take to his friend's wedding. You know, he, he wants to go to events with her. He wants to be seen out with her. He wants to, to do things with her, you know. Now, all of that is fine but it's it's a hell of a lot of investment it's over investment these are the kinds of things that you do when you know you've been dating for a few months it's, it, it seems premature to lay this onto the girl too early so if i was you robert what i would do is i wouldn't focus on getting her to come to the wedding i'd just go to the wedding on your own or just get a you know, I, I don't know get a friend to go or something like that or get a you know family member i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't focus it on the wedding i would focus it on Saying okay, basically, what I want to do is get her to come out with me, and I want to get into a sexual relationship with her. Now, how's that going to happen? Um, it, you've already asked her out twice. She's said no. She said that she thinks it shouldn't have happened for whatever reason. Really, the hard cold advice is that you need to lay off for a bit. You know, you need to, you need to pull back. You need to concentrate on dating other trying to date other women. You need to be going out, doing some day game, doing some approaches. If you use uh, dating apps, you want to be using those dating apps to meet people, maybe a bit of night game, whatever it is you want to do, but you want to be meeting other girls. And trust me on this, if you pull back and you make yourself scarce, then in then sooner or later she's going to come to you because she's going to wonder what's happening. She's going to be confused. She's going to be like, oh my god, you know, this guy was chasing me before, and now suddenly he seems to be not interested. And that is going to pull her back. In the end, when you're trying to pull a girl to you and she rebuffs you a couple of times, then you've kind of used up your your arsenal. You know, you've kind of used up the bullets in your in your in your um, you know the in your weaponry. You've kind of. Uh, Spunk your chance, if you like, really. And then you you haven't really got much of a choice but to pull back. So that's what I would be doing. I would be dropping off contact with her. Uh, If you see her around, say hi, be polite, but don't, you know, I would be doing that rather than, because the way you're thinking about it is you're using expressions like push, pull, you know, you're you're thinking of classic game theory in trying to pull this girl, who is you know a work colleague, and it's it's a difficult situation to do that because you're never going to be able to get go as far with a girl that you work with as you, as you can with the girl in the club because you know because you might get fired. So um, yeah, I I think you need to lay off, and I think you need to 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 inject a bit of scarcity into this so that she. Uh, Her jealousy is ignited. Her desire for you is ignited, and she starts to come towards you. Now, when she does that, then you can, you know, ask her out for another drink. But at the moment, I would say you need to lay off. Unfortunately, now you might listen to this and disregard all of that and say, "Well, sorry, I'm going to I'm going to ask her to the wedding anyway because it's coming up in three weeks' time, and you know I need to have somebody to go with me and bloody bloody blah." Well. Okay, do that and see what happens. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she will go. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! I'd love to go to this wedding. Um, where can I buy a hat? You know, and she'll she'll get really into it. Uh, uh, for me, I'm just laying it on the line, man. I, uh, for me, it, I don't think she will. I think it's going to sound a, like a bit too much investment. I think she's just going to say, uh, you know, if she's not going to come, if she's not going to come for a drink with you then why would she go to an all-day wedding event? Do you know what I mean? So, I personally... All right, here's the thing, right? Um, I'm not sure if you say when the wedding is or how soon it is, but uh, at the end of the month, okay, so it's a couple of weeks. All right, how about this then? For, as a as a, a compromise position, why don't you drop off the radar for, another, for a week and see what happens? See if she contacts you. See if she messages you or she kind of seeks you out or tries to find out what's going on with you. Because I'm guessing from all of this that you are probably, you know, initiating with her a lot more. So I I want you to inject a bit of mystery into this. I want you to suddenly just be a little bit less uh, obtainable than you were before. I want you to be less, you know, at the moment she knows that you're there and she, you know, this guy and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I can just, you know, he's there if I want him and, um, you know, whatever. You want to take that away from her. You want to pull the rug out from under her. And you do that by going silent for a bit, going radio silent. So here's the challenge, right? Do that for a week and see what happens. Now, if she comes to you, if she sends messages saying, oh God, where are you? Um, then you will, then there's some possibility there. Then you can say, okay, fine. Um... She is you know, she is displaying uh signs that indicate that she is missing me, she's interested in me, so then I can try to re-engage with her. Um if she doesn't, then you might have to face the fact that this is a, a dead duck, or at least that you're gonna have to give it longer than just that one week. Um now, something just occurred to me, which is that. It might be the case that you guys are messaging each other the whole time, and so you know if you stop speaking to her tomorrow morning, which is uh, Tuesday, then she's gonna she's gonna message you you know Tuesday afternoon and say, "Oh, how's it going?" Because that's just what she does as a matter of course. Now, if that happens, what I'm saying is you need to do a pattern interrupt here. You need to break that pattern. So if she does, then don't answer that first message. If she's only if she's if she's messaging you because this is just what you guys do, uh, and you're used to a pretty uh, you know, regular back and forth between you, then, yeah, just don't answer that message. You've got to pull away for a bit. You've got to make her realize that something's up. What I'm talking about here is if, um, say, you ignore that first message and then she goes radio silent for, you know, four or five days, and then on then on the fifth day she's like, oh, look, I'm really, really missing you. I'm wondering where you are. You know, please talk to me. Then, okay, then at that point you might relent. But it has to be... Appreciable, You know, it has to be clear that she has missed you, that she is now concerned. If she isn't, if it's just like a friendly chit-chat thing, then that doesn't count. You know, you need to break this pattern. You need to show her that you're willing to walk away. You need to give her the idea that you might have other options out there, uh, even if you don't at the moment. And you need to, yeah, you need to show her you're the man. You know, you're not going to just fall into a chit-chatty type, uh, interaction with her because that's not what you really want. Okay, so that's what I'd say to do for the next week, cut it off, no contact, go out, try and meet other girls, get onto Tinder, get onto to Day Game, do whatever it is you want to do to try and um, meet some new girls, and then uh, see what happens in the interim, see if she reengages with you. So that would be my advice in this specific situation. I don't, as I said, I don't think the wedding is a particularly great idea unless you can initiate a dating relationship a sexual relationship with her before the date of the wedding um yeah so that would be my thoughts on that in general work relationships not a great idea um for the reasons that I've outlined I've done it I've done it I've done it unsuccessfully so I've been in a situation very similar to Robert's where I was um well actually no it is similar actually I was I was friends with this girl then we ended up making out and I thought great this is awesome I've got the girl. We're going to live happily ever after. It's going to be brilliant. And then the next day she said, oh, actually, Troy, I'm a bit uncomfortable with what happened. I think maybe it shouldn't have happened. We should just stay friends. bloody bloody blah. And then I you know, tried to ask her out again a couple of times. And it, it just never came to anything in the end. And it just went on for far longer than it, it should have done. Um, another situation with a girl a few years ago at a place I was working. I approached her at a Christmas party, like um, like Robert describes, like a work party. I was pretty direct with her. I took a risk, I was pretty direct. I said, look, I'd like to take you for a drink. She said, yes, we went for the drink, we ended up making out, she came back to my place. And after that, uh, we, stayed seeing, we kept seeing each other for another, probably like six months or something like that. We were just meeting up and it was very, very secret. We never told anybody and um, yeah it was like a friends with benefits type scenario and it was you know it was all good so um, there are different ways to do it but I would say if you're in a situation where you're sort of trying to game the girl and it's months down the line then you know it it may be that it's not going to really work out and that being the case you need to broaden your horizons anyway so take that week off Pull back from her, see what she does, and in the meantime, just just go and try and meet some other girls, you know, and see how you get on. Uh, make it a uh, make it your goal to go and speak to at least ten other girls, get some contact details, get some people to text and um, message, and yeah, just see how it goes. Really, that would be my advice on that anyway. Interested to hear the thoughts of other listeners or other other people watching this a video as a video. If it's on you, you're watching it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so do let me know. Leave uh, a note in the comments below. Do grab my 10 book bundle, which is called Renegade Dating Blueprint, which is all about how to meet and attract lovely ladies. Um, there's 10 books in there that I've written about dating, games, sex, seduction advice, the se- sexual marketplace and all of that stuff. Do get onto my free daily email, the link is in the description below as always, and uh, grab my latest book, which is called Approach Her Like Chad, which is available in all good Amazon bookstores right now. I hope you enjoyed the episode, I will be back with some more world-class podcast content next week, Uh, look out for videos throughout the week on my YouTube channel, and last thing, do follow me on YouTube, because as soon as we hit 1,000... Uh, subscribers on there. I can start doing live streaming we start doing some, some live call-in shows, which will be very exciting indeed. So do uh, hit subscribe on YouTube, on my channel. Uh, I will be very, very grateful. Thank you. Bye-bye.